This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Are we going to prevent China from having a military base on the island of Cuba? We uh, have uh, been not only looking, but also engaging in a number of countries over the last couple of years uh, where China is trying to get a, a foothold. And we've been engaged uh, diplomatically in a number of places. Yeah. And we've had some success in um, either preventing that, delaying that. Uh, or turning that around, we continue to do that. I've raised that directly with uh, with my Chinese counterparts. They know where we stand on that issue. I noticed you say you raised it with your Chinese counterparts. There are no, we don't we have no relations still with Cuba. I mean, this decision to pull back relations with Cuba did we not just throw them into the arms of the Chinese? Hmm. No, we actually have raised this with uh, with with the Cubans as well. So uh, they also. For them, there's right. no secret about uh, the, uh, the concerns that we have and the fact that we're watching this very carefully. Are we going to make sure it doesn't happen? Is this a line in the sand? Um, uh, again, we've made clear that, uh, this is a real, that this is a real concern. And as I said, uh, in a variety of places where China's tried to get a foothold uh, militarily or, uh, or with intelligence, uh, we've been uh, not only looking at that, we've been taking uh, action to try to push, uh, push back, and we've had some success. And they're covering it. Some aren't, aren't covering all of it, but, but we're going to cover it right now. So Trump's been indicted. Um, his poll numbers are going up, so primary voters like him. It, it, if he wins the primary, do you think he can win the general? And is it good for the Republican Party if, if Donald Trump is the nominee? Look. And then I want to get to Biden and, and his malarkey defense and all that can stuff. Trump, can Trump beat Biden? Yes, he can beat Biden. You, is that a good thing for the Republican Party if Donald Trump is the... Is the, the Republicans the, get to select their nominee. I think if you want to go sheer policy to policy, it's not good for Republicans. It's good for America. Trump's policies are better, straightforward than Biden. It makes policy. it complicated if, if he's got all these trials and, and, and all this stuff overhanging. It the, makes it complicated. It also helps him when... But do you think he Democrats could win an election? Could he win an election? And, can he win that election? Yeah, he can. You think he can? The, the question is, is he the strongest to win the election? I don't know that answer, but can somebody, can anybody beat Biden? Yeah, anybody can beat Biden. Can Biden beat other people? Yes, Biden can beat him. It's on any given day. Okay, uh, welcome back. 27 uh, June, Year of the Lord 2023. Jeff Clark's here. He's going to join us in a second. I've had a little technical problems with some of the other guests. We'll get it all worked out. Um, I want to go back and connect some dots because it's just not all about rants, right? I understand rants are the – but rants are like the dessert. You got to do the, you got to do the work for it first. You got to eat your – you have to eat your spinach to get to the rants. Um, on the connecting the Chinese Communist Party, the infiltration in our nation and uh, McCarthy, Laura Loomer had the great article yesterday on Lonsdale and that whole situation in California. It's a must-read. Because this is about his not support for Trump. One of the reasons not support for Trump is where the where the where the hammer wing 
of the conservative movement or MAGA or the Republican Party on the CCP is not a legitimate government of the Chinese people. And our task and purpose is to assist Lao Beijing in taking down the CCP. And that McCarthy, everything McCarthy is doing is just a, it is not to strengthen this country, but is to strengthen the fat cat donors, of which he's up on Wall Street right now with the big donors, you know, having a, uh, having a latte and, and thinking great thoughts. After he single-handedly sold the nation out and gave up all of our leverage by agreeing to two years, and he'll never, that's, the, that, that mark, he will never live it's you can't scrub it off you can't wire brush that off can't do it because it's too fundamental to the to the dire situation uh we have in this country with our finances and the ability to get sugar highs and kick the can can down the road as long as you can print money you can do that that's why we've worked with birch gold i want to first with this road to durban what we call the durban accords is going to take place within 60 days every day we're going to talk about this because now we're in a situation, and these are smart people. Don't think these because the third world or the developing nations. Don't think they all go to they all people go to Stanford and go to Harvard and they go to the University of Chicago. They go to MIT Sloan. They're plenty smart. They can work in HP 12C. They can do discounted cash flow. They understand, and they're sitting on the resources. Okay, and they're taking this thing called a Federal Reserve note in exchange, and they finally determine, hey, maybe we come up with a basket of other currencies, and maybe it has some sort of affiliation with, wait for it, gold, since gold's been a hedge for 5,000 years. And one of these days, I'm going to do a special, I'm going to walk through, and we're going to go back to when Nixon got us off the gold standard, and we'll walk through every set of math that's happened since then, none of it good, okay? So make sure you go to birchgold.com slash banner right now. We have the new... Uh, 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 summary of the road to Durban and what this is going to mean for you. And you must go check now with a Birch Gold representative to see why the nations of the earth are buying gold at record rates. Don't take it from me. Don't take it. Just look at what's happening. This is what's happening. And this gets back to us. These are self-owns. These are self-inflicted wounds. It was not that we did not need to do that. And the nations of the earth realized the elites in this country are not serious. They're serious about protecting themselves. They're serious about enriching themselves. They're, they're, they're serious about inculcating themselves from any of these perturbations of their actions. And the devil catch the hindmost to the people of this nation, the great working class and middle class of this nation, because now we're not a nation in decline anymore. We're a nation with the bottom falling out of it. With what? 10 to 12 million 10 to 12 million illegal aliens here just on Joe Biden's watch. Don't confuse that with the 10 to 15 million that were already here. 10 to 12 million. And, and, and Benzman was here yesterday about the scam, about how they're, they're doing it. And the media just goes along with it. They're complicit. Their corporate media is part of it. Did I mention the unholy trinity against Trump? Murdoch is the first. He's the lead. The unholy trinity. The unholy trinity against Trump. Really the unholy trinity against you. But the situation in Cuba, did Tony Blinken remind you, did, when you sit in there, did you go, you know, that sounded like Jack Kennedy. I thought I was listening to Jack Kennedy. Did that sound, do you think the Chinese Communist Party fear that? Do you think the Chinese Communist Party respect that? Do you think the Chinese Communist Party take that into consideration? That's a tributary state. The Chinese empire, the Chinese people have not had freedom, any freedom. For one small amount of time in the early 20th century, maybe 
a democracy, but it really devolved into warlordism. What Russia is devolving into now, warlordism. We'll have Ben Harnwell on here in, in a little while to discuss that. But this is, you know, Franklin said on the steps to the woman, Mr. Franklin, do we have a republic? Yes, you do, ma'am, if you can keep it. Ben Franklin was a very wise individual. He understood, well, he understood the forces there, as I'll talk about in, on the specials that we run, run up to July 4th. The, the, the expeditionary force on the 2nd of July, really before they had signed the document, on the 2nd of July, the first, uh, the first uh, troop transports came into New York Harbor with no resistance. The entire expeditionary force was landed by mid-August, I think on the 22nd. I think the largest expeditionary force the British Empire had ever put forward and led to a catastrophic series of battles that essentially culminated in us being driven back across the Delaware River into the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, lost Long Island, lost Manhattan, lost all of New York, then Princeton, then across all the way down, just driven back, defeat after defeat after defeat after defeat. You didn't get your liberty. You didn't get your freedom by signing the Declaration of Independence. That's a group of lawyers having a magnificent debate and about freedom and everything. Fantastic. You won your liberty by defeating the British Army in the Royal Navy, the most powerful Navy in the world and probably the best professional army in the world at the time. You took eight years and you beat them. You won your liberty. Those that have handed this down from time immemorial fought and won their liberty. It wasn't given by a stroke of a pen of a bunch of uh, lawyers. That certainly was the railhead. Remember, I tell you, step one, take the moral high ground. you got to have something to fight for. That's why I take the moral high ground with Trump. Is Trump perfect? No, he's far from perfect. Is Tucker Carlson perfect? No, he's not. Steve Bannon? No, he's not. There's only been one perfect human being, so we're all imperfect. And we're all imperfect each in our own imperfect way. It, uh, Trump's imperfections also don't matter. They don't matter. They do not matter. He saved this nation in 16, and I was there and had a ringside seat in the run-up to it, and I saw all the forces arrayed against him. That's the same forces that are arrayed against him that stole the office from him when he won the second time. And you see where this nation is today with this illegitimate regime that's in there, lawless, incompetent. Look at what we've gotten. And look at what they've done to go after the people that support Trump. And you don't see me whining. Hey, because this is not a game of beanbag. You're fighting for control of the greatest and most powerful nation in the history of mankind. In the world today, the most powerful nation in the history of mankind. And as much as we're fighting for our children and grandchildren, we're fighting for every patriot and patriot grave that for 12 or 13 or 14 generations have handed this republic to us, bequeathed this to us. So this is our moment in history. And you are going to be weighed and measured by what you did in this time. You're going to be weighed and measured. And that's why I can look at the Keebler elves. And why are the Keebler elves not getting any traction? And that's Steve Bannon saying, why are they not getting, why are they polling at zero or three or four or five percent? People have been around forever. Or DeSantis with all that money, $2 billion of donor money, 19%, 18%. He's out sweating in Eagle Pass, just telling me Trump's program. Because Trump's policy here from McCarthy, that's their mantra. Trump's policies are good. 
But it's not, you can't have Trump. He's too flawed. He's too imperfect. They fear Trump. Why do they fear Trump? They fear Trump because not in the room, not in the deal. And Donald Trump put the forgotten man and woman in this nation, not simply in the room. He put you at the head of the table. He not just gave you a seat at the table. He put you at the head of the table and said, no, these are the people that get to the side. These are the people that will tell us the future direction of our nation. These people, just like from time immemorial, back to back to the revolutionary generation. Imperfect individuals, you think Sam Adams was perfect? You think Patrick Henry was perfect? You think Thomas Paine was perfect? You think John Hancock was perfect? The revolutionary generation were a collection of deal lawyers, smugglers, and real estate speculators, okay? Who rose above their own limitations as human beings to be one of the greatest collection in a generation of leaders in the history of mankind, And not just formed this nation, but fought the most powerful empire in the world at that time. Of which, understand, they would have probably had a better even economic deal if they had just gone along and been a part of that empire. And been a part of the British East India Company and the landed worthless aristocracy and just roll it out as part of the British Empire. They probably would have had a better economic deal. But the Jeffersons and the Hamiltons and the Franklins and the Adams had the ability to look downrange and say, no, we have to fight for this today, even if they string us up. Show me where that courage in America is today. Donald Trump, if Donald Trump had walked away on the on the afternoon of the 20th of January and when he got to Mar-a-Lago and just played golf and hung out, none of this would have happened to him. But like Cincinnatus, he's returned to say, no, the republic must be saved, and I'm here to save it. And that's why they hate him. And that's why they are bound and determined to destroy him. And that, all the other stuff is just background noise. That's the main thing. That's the thing itself. And if you can't understand that, then you don't have a grasp on the reality of this republic today as it hangs in the balance. With Mr. Franklin's warning, a republic if you can keep it. And you're not going to keep it by playing beanbag. Jeff Clark, next. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying, gold. Follow their lead. 
text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I want to make I want to check some boxes here and get some things off your plate. One is this thing is bugging me is about the uh, cyber invasion. <laughs> right now, you have Blinken. They're building a base down in Cuba. You understand this, and it's going to have offensive cyber capability with AI. Eventually, you don't know could it have a bioweapon campaign. Remember, they're after us on un, un, um, unrestricted warfare. The CCP right now is chemical warfare through the fentanyl. Coming through the southern border, what's killing 100,000, 150,000 people a year? So you got the second opium war or the third opium war, depending on how you count it, with the chemical warfare through there. You got biological warfare from the Wuhan lab. Um, you've got cyber. They know they've admitted that the Russians are doing a massive cyber attack on uh, our nation. Of course, the CCP is too all the time. So you've got everything going on. Uh, I'm very concerned about. The your situation. If you have a second mortgage taken on your home right now, a couple hundred thousand bucks, you're done. You know that. I know that. Ninety percent of your net worth is tied up in that house. And right now, with the perturbations we're going to go through in this nation, and perturbations we shall. The rich won't, but you will. You got to hang on to that home equity. James Finch and James, you were at the FBI for thirty-four years. You were there during the like uh, when I was a young kid. The men in my parish. Who, by the way, the parish that the uh, FBI now <laughs> looks at as as a as a as a as a found you know a, a problem with domestic terrorism, right? Where the, the people that were held in the highest regard were the F, we had a couple of FBI field agents in my parish, and they were the that was the top of uh, for Irish Catholic parish that was the highest you could get. That's unfortunately not the same today. But you were co-head uh, of the cyber division. Talk to me about the reality of how dangerous this is. For people, and it's simple to check if you go to home title lock. But how dangerous it is for somebody to go in these cyber criminals or even state power now to go in and 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 mess around with your your title? It's very easy, Steve. You know the perfect storm of cyber crime and our country's home title filing system has created a vulnerability that puts all 84 million single-family homes at risk of having their homes stolen while they're still in it through title theft. All someone has to do with a forged signature and a fake notary stamp on one simple document. Cyber thieves anywhere in the world can fraudulently transfer your home from your name into their name or a name of their choosing. And at that time, sell your home and drain it of its equity. And they can do this within 30 days. And most people believe that if they don't have a lot of equity, uh, they will not be at risk. On the contrary, they file one other fake document called a satisfaction of mortgage. That document will is the same document your lender sends you when you pay off your home. They file this fake document with the, with the county's public records department and it shows your home is paid off and once again they proceed to sell your home to a hard money lender 
drain it of all of its equity, and then they're in the wind. And you, the unsuspecting homeowner, you're left holding the bag. Now I've heard you mention AI, and these and and hold it, and these and and these hard money lenders, they got hearts of steel. They don't want to hear your excuse. They don't want to hear your. They no. They they hey, they're cash. They're cash money lenders, right? You go to them and say, well, hold it. It's not mine. It's not my thing. Tough break for a swell guy, right? Give me the money, right? So you're dealing with. You're not dealing with good people. Go ahead, James. Now, if you you can go to HomeTitleLock.com and educate yourself on this and subscribe to their service, which will protect you 24-7. Your home's title is monitored 24-7. It's like putting a digital perimeter around your home's title. At that time, any change to your home's title, immediately you're immediately alerted. And in the off chance your home's title becomes victim of a cyber thief, home title lock, they have a restoration team that will come in, get in the way of any monetization, resolve the issue, and restore your title. Okay, I want it's an education process. I want everybody to go to the site today and immerse yourself in this. You make your own decision. You're free men and women. Uh, yeah. But make your own decision. Where do they go, James? One more time. Where do they go? They go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. There you can educate yourself, subscribe to the service. But most importantly, I want people to be aware of this. And once you're aware of it, you can uh, you can make the choice of uh, whether you want to protect your home or roll the dice. James, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I want everybody to go to Home Title Lock today and get fully up to see, get educated. Remember, the CCP think, considers you an enemy combatant in unrestricted warfare. So let's get savvy. Let's be smart. James Finch, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Steve. One of the good, guy, one of the good guys at the FBI, head of the cyber division. Uh, Jeff Clark, anything you want to add to? I know you got a lot to talk about. Anything you want to add to my rant, sir? Sure, Steve. So here's what I would add. Uh, Look, there's a double uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning historian at Harvard, Barnard uh, Balin. And Balin is famous for establishing that the American consciousness solidified decades before uh, 1776 and the Revolutionary War, right? So during that time period, we like to think of, you know, sometimes these days, the founders and, and the whole country at that time as being unified against the British, but they weren't, right? We had these Tories. We had these essentially, uh, you know, uh, lazy folks who were very happy with their royal prerogatives and the benefits flowing from Britain, and they didn't fight. They actually sometimes threw their lot on the other side. And we see the same phenomena today. It's time to put aside, you know, being the summer patriot. It's it's time to fight for the country uh, and to be someone who would fall and be classed with the framers and the founders and those who fought and, and camped at uh, Valley Forge and fought all the battles up and down the East Coast and not with the lazy Tories, with the folks who, you know, in the modern day have thrown in with the uniparty establishment and they're, they just do not have the guts to fight for the country and they're gonna let our patrimony be whittled away or washed away and then we won't be able to get it back. Talk to me about what signals I asked uh, both Cash and, uh, and uh, Davis when I had him on earlier, Mike Davis, to um, walk me through, what are you looking for 
in the Republican House right now to kind of get a handle on what's going on? Because clearly this, the, the, investig- the Oversight Committee and the Judiciary and the Weaponization Government, they're all fine, nice people. But they're not staffed up right. They're not aggressive. Not, what are you looking for in those committees? And do you support Davis and Cash saying we should commence the impeachment process on at least Garland right now? So, Steve, look, what I would do is I would get the same level of staffing that the January 6th committee had and the same level of expertise. So we need people who, you know, it's, it's great to have uh, lifelong staffers uh, at the uh, on Capitol Hill, right, as part of the process. But we need people who actually uh, know how to prosecute cases, make factual findings, ask questions in depositions in a serious lawyerly way, narrow the funnel to get concessions from the witnesses. So we need uh, our own uh, former U.S. attorneys who want to fight. And if we can't find them in the U.S. attorney ranks or in the assistant U.S. attorney ranks, and I think we can if we look hard enough, then we go to the state uh, attorneys general and to local prosecutors in, and, and find the people there. In terms of, of uh, an impeachment inquiry, here's what I would start with. I would bring in uh, Weiss and I would bring in Garland and I would ask them about this whole question of uh, whether there was a, an ask by Weiss to be appointed as a special counsel under the regulations. And Garland is saying, no, he was never asked. So. You know, if both are telling the truth, right, and and we'd have to try to really press on that, then what that suggests is that someone in between Garland and Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, told Weiss to stand down and that he was never going to get that authority. That person should then become a focus for uh, for inquiry. And and Steve, look, who who is the what, what are we talking about there? If you if you know a lot of people don't understand the command structure of the Justice Department, the U.S. attorneys report to the uh, uh, deputy attorney general, right? And then the deputy attorney general also has a number of officials. One of the most prominent ones, the most prominent one is called the PAYDAG, the principal associate deputy attorney general. You know, someone probably in the DAG structure, if Garland didn't tell Weiss this himself, uh, said that he could not proceed as a special counsel. Either that or Weiss is lying. Somewhere there's a big problem and uh, the House needs to get to the bottom of it. You think because Weiss has said, I asked for it, and Garland said, I never heard about it. You're saying either one or two are lying or somewhere in between, like a Lisa Monaco or something like that, it, it, it were at rest. But you, you want a full pursuit of that to kick things off, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Do, do, you, do you buy my theory of the case and Mike Davis's that this whole Mar-a-Lago raid and everything like that, now that we know the timeline here and know what they knew at the time, that it's at least evident to me that that was a total misdirection play uh, to just get up another controversy around Trump, sir? I do, because I think that they came to realize that Biden had documents spread in multiple locations. And we also know now from the FOIA revelations that America First Legal got that Biden authorized special access to Trump's, the former president's documents uh, under you know the whole scheme of 44 USC, the Presidential Records Act, and that they lied about that. They tried initially to suggest that this was the FBI acting on their own, 
And I suspect that the FBI people, and we've seen now even Stephen D'Antuono, right, who was the uh, the guy out in Michigan with the Whitmer kidnapping uh, plot, uh, and then brought to D.C. to be the head of the field office here during January 6th, even he seemed to have rebelled against going after Trump. I suspect those folks said, we're not going to, you know, uh, take the heat for having authorized this raid. So then Garland came out and he took uh, responsibility for it. Meanwhile, they had Karine Jean-Pierre say Biden had nothing to do with it, but that was complete lies. He authorized this whole process. Jeffy, good hand one second. I want to talk about East Palestine. Uh, Jeff Clark being correct again. When this situation first went down and what we know now, Jeff Clark uh, from uh, Russ Votes organization is going to stick over through the uh, break. And we've also got Ben Harnwell on uh, the situation in Russia and Belarus next. Something most Americans have not heard about. The USDA recently revealed that in America's breadbasket states, countless crops planted last season won't be harvested this season. Thanks to extreme weather conditions and worldwide fertilizer shortages, those crops didn't stand a chance. This means food shortages and higher prices at the grocery store are ahead. That's why now is the time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. To help you prepare for what's coming, they're offering a new lower price on their popular four-week emergency food kit. These meals will give you peace of mind when food shortages hit. But hurry, there's a limited time offer that expires soon. In each kit, you'll get energy-boosting breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that will keep you going when the going gets tough. Best of all, they come at an affordable cost, especially with this offer. You'll laugh at grocery store prices when you have this kit. To get this special discount, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't put off your preparedness. Tomorrow could be a day too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. That is MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do it today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. During the hearing, emergency officials spoke about the critical decision to then vent and burn toxic chemicals from five train cars. The local fire chief says it's a decision they were only given 13 minutes to make, but defended it as the best option available. And in the end, the decision to vent and burn was agreed to without dissent as the least bad option as the only option for avoiding a much more severe explosion, fire, and far-reaching contamination. EPA says they will not test furnace filters here. I think that's a mistake. Why won't the EPA do this? Because every piece of data that we collect has to have a data, what we call a data quality objective. And that objective tells us what we're going to do with the result. If we go out and collect a, a furnace filter uh, sample and we don't have any comparative values uh, to measure that against, then all we have is a piece of data that we can't use. In the EPA's opinion, is East Palestine and these surrounding communities, is it safe here for residents? I don't see any exposure potential from the derailment site based on the hundreds of thousands of monitoring points that we have. Um, 
Is it safe? Well, don't go into the creek. Uh, there's uh, contaminated sediments in Sulphur Run, right? It's not safe um, to, to be wading in, the, in contaminated sediments. Um, however, uh, the ambient air quality in East Palestine and surrounding communities, we don't see. Let me have it. Okay. Uh, we could go on with that. Jeff Clark, uh, you called it. We called it here on the show. Tell us what's going on because the people in East Palestine feel like they've been abandoned. And right there, you hear the guy, yeah, we got a hundred, they got thousands of checks for the air in the air, you know, potentially not, but don't go in the creek. That creek that was right in back of the, of the roadhouse where we did the, uh, the two days there at East Palestine. Don't go in the creek because the creek's got problems. What's going on, sir? Sure, Steve. Well, uh, what uh, wasn't covered in that segment was the biggest bombshell of the hearing, uh, which was the uh, vice president for health, safety and environment, Paul Thomas, from uh, the company OxyVinyls, which produced the vinyl chloride, saying that he told them on three separate occasions, you know, based on what I'm seeing from the readings and the like, there's no evidence of polymerization. In other words, there's no risk that the cars are going to blow up. Uh, that you know the 135 degree temperatures for the cars was explainable by the fire nearby, and that in order for there to be combustion, uh, you know you would need sufficient oxygen. It's not like it would just polymerize without oxygen, and the cars are designed not to have the oxygen in them. So the bottom line was, you know, he advised right, and they're the ones who manufactured the relevant substance of of concern. You know, don't detonate these cars. There's no need to do that. And they did it anyway. And then you saw in the clip that you played, Steve, that they gave poor Drabik, the local fire chief, 13 minutes to decide what to do, right? You know, they, they had a bunch of uh, experts on site, you know, I think driven largely by Norfolk Southern and its financial interests saying, well, you know, we got to blow this up. There's, there's some risk. And you're the decision maker. Go ahead. And, you know, that's faulty in a number of different ways, as we've explored before. First of all, the authority over that site was exclusively in the hands of the EPA administrator as the delegate of President Biden. He shall take care that all uh, uh, site decisions, all control of that site, you know, were made uh, by federal, state uh, or private actors. Whoever they were, the EPA administrator controlled them. So they dumped this into the lap of the fire chief who's not, uh, doesn't have the expertise to make the decision. They told him he only got 13 minutes to do it. And it doesn't seem like they told him about the fact that OxyVinyls uh, had said that there's no need to detonate this car. And then they went and blew it up anyway. And then they created the phosgene gas that fell over the community. And, and you know, as you see there, they're still conceding that, of course, there are big problems with uh, water in the area. You know, you can't even go into your, wade into your local creek and it's summertime and, you know, kids want to play. So it's a disgraceful situation. And it's an attempt, again, to keep passing the buck from the EPA administrator and from President Biden where it belongs onto a local fire chief who's clueless about these kinds of things when the experts about the substance say the cars never should have been detonated. I just want to make sure, because this is your area of expertise. This is why you were in the Justice Department. You've kind of, this is part of your, your life's work. The, the $6.8 trillion that we spend that we can't afford, that we're having a $2 trillion deficit this year, but the $6.8 we spend is supposedly in one aspect for the administrative state that they know how to administer, correct? So when you, you have this command structure, and the executive order gives it, because it's supposed to be to the president, but he can't do everything, so he, he deputizes the EPA director. 
They have a system. That system set up to have an on-scene commander. They take charge of it. And they have the ability in the apparatus they have in Washington, plus as they break it down to regional administrators, to be able to call in the expert for the polymers, to be able to call and to know this is the whole point of a command center, is to be able to think through these complicated things of hazardous materials and all these things that drop. That's the theoretical structure. correct? And that's supposedly what we're paying for, Jeff Clark? Exactly. That's exactly what we're paying for. And it should be the priority of EPA. But as you know, in this administration, the priority of the EPA, uh, you know, is for, uh, you know, Michael Regan to take junkets to Africa with Idris Elba to blather on about the, the fake climate change issue or to give out money under this uh, phantom concept of environmental justice and to you know, worry about diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is not related directly to, to uh, East Palestine, but it's indicative of the way this town is working at this point. I walked into a, a fancy restaurant yesterday at, in K Street, saw a bunch of uh, you know, high-powered lawyers sitting around a table. What were they talking about? You know, 20 years ago, they would have been talking about some transaction or some piece of litigation. They were talking about how they count uh, women and, uh, and and lesbians for purposes of LB, LGBTQ uh, analysis, right? These are the kinds of things that corporate America is obsessed with and therefore that the Biden administration is obsessed with. It's gotten them away from the real priorities of EPA, which should be to protect people from environmental disasters. When people in East Palestine, these working class folks out there, because this connects to my opening rant about Kevin McCarthy. He's there, and this is what Russ Vogt calls the cartel, the cartel that runs the imperial capital. When the cartel runs the imperial capital, their paymasters are on Wall Street. McCarthy's up with his paymasters today. But it all ties back to the corporate interests and what's happening. You're paying $6.8 trillion. We're burying our, every future generation because we're printing at least $2 trillion that we can't afford. And this is why... The guys in the third world countries and the developing nations saying, screw you, we've had enough. We're going to meet in Durban and come up with the beginning of a solution because we're tired of you jamming us. We're t- you, the Grundoons and the MAGA and the deplorables in the United States can lose 15 percent of their purchasing power over the last couple of years. But we've had a belly full of it. So we're going to now look to do some, something related, maybe to even gold with our resources. And we'll figure it out. But it'll be a start because we're not going to take it anymore. But the people in East Palestine... This is how you lose a nation. This is about managed decline because the hardworking citizens and patriots who have sent sons and daughters on every battlefield in the world and who pay their taxes and their pension money, Sequoia Capital, by the way, the Wall Street Journal today tells you what War Room has been banging the drum on, Sequoia Capital, giving all the money to the Chinese Communist Party for military technology, had to make a decision. It got heat. The heat got in the capital, so they had to do some sort of optics on it. The people in East Palestine that are the backbone of the nation, right? They got the Sequoia Capital. We're going to get to more of that at the 6 o'clock show. The Wall Street Journal came out today and starts to lay out the whole case. They finally catch up with the war room, right, on, on the scam. But this is the way the system works. But, Jeff, this was the, about the founding of the republic and the fighting for this to be a republic. If you lose the people in East Palestine and they are treated like disposable trash, the system that you're paying a fortune for has this set up, but at the end of the day, it's doing competence or indifference or plausible deniability. They shove it off to some sort of mumbo-jumbo of what's happening in, in, in the critical moment, and then they turn to the poor fire chief of the town of East Palestine of population 4,200. Okay, they turn to him and say, 
in 13 minutes, here, here's the calculations. Here's what you got to think about. The, it's going to blow up and the shards are going to go everywhere. So we got to do something. It's upon you. The whole, they're going to level everything, you know, everything in the thing is going to go off like a bomb. You're going to level, you're going to cut through like a sift through grass, all the houses. You got to make a decision. And now, now the guy goes, yeah, the IRS are okay, I think, potentially, but don't go in the creeks. Don't let your kids go in the creeks because the creeks are polluted with all these different chemicals. What are people supposed to do? This is what caused right. the rebellion in the first place with the British. What are they supposed to do? They're rational people. Trust me, the people in East Palestine are just as smart as the guys are going to meet in Durban. They got common sense in Durban. They go, these guys are jamming us. We're losing fit. They're giving us this, this paper, and every year it's a 5 to 10 to 15% decline in purchasing power. Why do we keep taking this stuff from the foreign devils? Well, that's the same thing in that's East right. Palestine. They don't care. They could care less, Jeff Clark. Yeah, look, Steve, you know, I think it's as clear uh, as the, the day that if an analogous situation happened in uh, the ritzy area, you know, Tony neighborhood uh, suburb of D.C., McLean, they never would have blown those cars up. If there had been a ship off of uh, Martha's Vineyard that would have blown into the mansions with phosgene gas, they never would have done that, right? So the people in East uh, Palestine, they're the ones who send their sons and daughters off to fight the foreign wars that are constantly being uh, ginned up by the likes of uh, Mark Milley and, and other globalists. But, uh, you know, we got situations where we got, you know, uh, Hunter Biden, right? He's treated like little Lord Fauntleroy. So th this gap between you know, ordinary people and how they're treated by the Biden administration and how their favored sons literally and figuratively are treated is enormous. And the more that gap grows, the more that the American people are going to be restless and the more they're going to say to themselves, what are we even doing here? Jeff, how do people get to you over at the center and how do they get to you at the uh, on your social media? Sure. So the center is AmericaRenewing.com, Steve, and I am at Jeff Clark US on Getter and Twitter and at Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social. By the way, tell Russ and the team, you guys punch way above your weight over there. Just fantastic. Thank you uh, very much uh, for being here. Will do. And thanks, Steve. This 4th of July, do I have Steve Stern? Yes. Steve, uh, 4th of July is a time we need patriots to step up. Tell me how they're going to buy because I think this is a very important Fourth of July. We've got to think about the direction of this nation. Tell me about going to the flag shirt uh, store, sir. So the flagshirt.com, we're going to ship every order today. Anybody who places their order today, I'm going to tell you what happened yesterday. Yesterday I was on your show. Uh, we got 800 orders. I went out to the warehouse, helped the guys do it. We, Brett and I took the stuff over to the post office, so it goes right out the same day. We're going to do the same thing today. I then went to a Republican medium last night, uh, got back. I went back to the warehouse. We worked here till 10 o'clock last night, went to sleep for two hours, started answering all the people who placed our order. They got an email from me thanking them for all this stuff. I love this country. We are great. We're proud to be Americans. Go to theflagshirt.com. Get your shirt today. Go to the 4th of July. Go to the parades. Enjoy yourself. Tonight, we have a big Zoom. Uh, we're going to have the top people in the country telling you how they're going to take back this country in each state. We got Rhode Island. We got Texas. We got Illinois. We got California. We're going to make California red. Buy your flag shirt. We'll get it out today for you. I insist that you look at the new stuff we got in. You can see behind me. I love this country. I'm glad to be an American. 
You know, I've been in business 69 years. I work my butt off. Doesn't matter. We help the country. And I want to thank everybody who bought a shirt and everybody who emails me and texts me and lets me know what I'm doing for the country. No, I'm doing it we for need, you. He had, go ahead. He had 800 yesterday. I want 8,000 a day. One more time. Where did they go, Steve? Go to theflagshirt.com. Call me at 954-318-6902. S-Stern, 1054-AOL. Get on that Zoom tonight. Get on that call. We had a great election integrity Zoom yesterday with 800 people also. Action, action, action. We love you, Steve. Love you too, brother. Short break. Back in a moment. For War Room... Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of FlagShirt.com, a third generation veteran owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit FlagShirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Uh, Welcome back. So, Davis, um, Mike, is this, given the context we put this on a, a critical path on a timeline, it now becomes more evident that the, this whole Mar-a-Lago thing was a complete and total 1,000% misdirection play. And I don't want to hear about that. It's all a total nothing burger. Is that – it only makes sense in the context of what they were doing and what, what is the evidence of their selling out the nation, selling out the nation. And I'm going to play at the top of the hour. I'm going to play the Anthony Blinken Cuba, uh, military base in Cuba. Let's say this. It does not exactly echo. You don't, when you hear it, you don't exactly think JFK. JFK is not the first thing that comes to mind, staring down the Russians. Mike Davis, your thoughts? I mean, that's exactly what we've been saying since the Mar-a-Lago raid, uh, what, 11 months ago now, in last August. This was a clear uh, play by the Justice Department and the intel agencies to go after Trump because Trump declassified and had his personal copy of the damning 
crossfire hurricane records, the uh, the Russian collusion hoax, the uh, the uh, Hillary, President Obama, Vice President Biden, the FBI, the CIA, the AG, they colluded together in 2016 to cook up the Russian collusion hoax to say that Trump was colluding with the Russians. And I think the reason they did this is because Hillary Clinton had her illegal home server as Secretary of State with our nation's most classified secrets. Uh, it, it evidenced the Clinton Foundation's pay-for-play and other foreign bribery and corruption schemes. It was hacked by foreign governments, probably Russia, and maybe Hillary was worried that Russia was going to leak this evidence before 2016. And so to right? get ahead of that, they tried to say that Trump was colluding with Russia. And you say, oh, that sounds crazy. That's a conspiracy theory. Well, they ran the exact same play in 2020 when the when the CIA worked with the 51 former intel goons to say that Hunter Biden's laptop evidencing the Biden's corruption, foreign bribery and corruption was a Russian disinformation campaign. They got the New York Post, America's oldest newspaper deplatformed. They got kicked off of social media. You couldn't even access the story's link on the internet. That's how much they are willing to weaponize our law enforcement and intel agencies to change elections, election interference at its worst. And they're doing the same thing now in 2024. Trump was getting ready to go, Trump was in a civil lawsuit versus Hillary Clinton down in Florida over the Russian collusion hoax. And I bet you anything that Biden feared that those were gonna come out during the discovery process. Hence, we got this unprecedented, unlaw unlawful, un un uh, unnecessary home raid on a former president for presidential records he's allowed to have under the Presidential Records Act. Our intel agencies, our law enforcement agencies have been completely politicized and weaponized. And the only way we're going to fix this is getting Trump back in the White House in 2024. In the meantime, House Republicans must move forward with impeachment. Biden, Garland, uh, Ray, Mayorkas, all of these people are bad actors in many different ways, but we cannot have a politicized and weaponized justice system. That is going to end our republic if we continue down this path. Uh, like Franklin said, a republic if you can keep it. And we're in the middle of the part of can you keep it? The charge that Benjamin Franklin gave us on the day that they had signed. Um, what Before I let you go, what evidence will be out there to show you that the House Republicans are serious McCarthy? Because it's all about McCarthy, that they're serious about get, going forward on impeachment and really getting this thing, that we can get a formal process and, 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 and show the receipts. What, what, what action would you, are you looking for the next couple of days to see if this is real? I think he's the Speaker of the House. If he wants to move forward with impeachment, he can move forward with impeachment. And we need to light up. That you're, you're, these House Republicans, 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121, call them. Ask to speak to your your representative, and if it's a, particularly if it's a Republican representative, and say, what the hell are you guys doing? We have clear evidence that the president of the United States is compromised. This is not a conspiracy yeah. theory. It's an FBI whistleblower. It's an IRS agent. Uh, we, we have the evidence. What are you guys waiting for? Davis, uh, Mike, just incredible. How do people get to your uh, to the site of where you do all the work and also your social media and particularly, and it hurts me to say this, your Twitter account, because the, the, the Getter account's great. Your Twitter account will come in a little hot sometimes, and people need to see that. So, yeah, thank you. It's uh, article3project.org, article3project.org. You can donate there at 
Article 3 Project, at Article Number 3 Project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal, when I'm not kicked off, is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A. M-R-D-D-M-I-A. My initials, Des Moines, Iowa. And thank you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Here's what Trump, Trump is up against, think about it for a second, he's up against the entire administrative state, the rogue element, Praetorian Guard, deep state part of that. He's up against Silicon Valley, he's up against the, the titans on Wall Street, he's up against all of it. Why? Because he puts you in the room. Remember, it's not about Trump, it's about you. It's you they detest. It's you they hate. It's you they dismiss. But most importantly, it's you they fear. Because they understand that you will make fundamental changes. And right now, with all the other things he's fighting, he's also got another, what I call the unholy trinity. Murdoch, McConnell, McCarthy. Okay? And he has created so much of the value at Fox News. Trump has actually created so many of the senators that he got in there that have turned against him. And he has put in so many of the people in the House, and including McCarthy, all three, he's helped get their or, or improve uh, their, their economic well-being as he's done at America. And he now needs to understand that the unholy trinity of Murdoch, McConnell, and McCarthy are out to get him. It's time to unsheath the sword and throw away the scabbard. Next, in the war room. Just beginning But the games you want to play Bring it on and I will fight to the end Just watch and see It's all started Everything's begun And you are over Cause we're taking down the CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 